it's not really complicated. Eh. A lot of people probably would think that investing, setting aside money for one security and financial abundance in the future, somehow will be too complicated. Somehow will be too tough to follow. Uh, siguro po, alam na natin lahat, it's a matter of learning this. It's a matter of starting. And yun po, yung presence yun dito ngayon is actually a manifestation that you are interested and you are on your way towards making things better for your family and loved ones. Um, I think, you know, my, my, my uh, real blessing was the fact that I was able to, uh, before this pandemic, to go around and uh, visit OFWs all over the world. Maraming beses po akong nagpunta dyan sa inyong region uh, and, and be it for different companies in financial services and even real estate Uh, naramdaman ko po how uh, your life is, how it is to be in in Saudi and in you know in the entire Middle East area. Uh, kinikwento ko nga po kanina, first time akong nag-seminar and I guess that's the only time that I experienced a an event, no? Diyan po nung nagsalita ako sa sa Saudi, uh, sa isa pong auditorium eh, may divider sa gitna. So I really had to pace myself left and right dahil yung mga babae po nasa isang side, yung mga lalaki nasa isang side. And it's an experience that I can never forget. It was a really a challenge in terms of being able to communicate. Pero alam nyo naman, syempre, kagaya nga ng ating mga kababayan, we Filipinos are very malleable, we adjust very easily, and I can feel at that time na naging effective naman po kami. And ever since... Hindi po nagbago yung aking advocacy na yan. Um, from the time I was a member of the corporate world up till the today na uh, kumbaga po nagsarili na ako and and Ramber Financials is you know our own company eh nandoon pa rin po yung seed na yon na somehow our thrust is to guide people, you know, make them fulfill their financial dreams and make sure that they're within their path to abundance and a very, very prosperous future. So, yan po yung aming pakay dito sa sinasabi nga naming practical wealth management for OFWs. So, again, babalik ko lang po, medyo a little bit of a flashback. 2020 was a year of frustrations and disappointments. A lot of us have been saddled with a lot of problems narinig nyo naman po dito sa Pilipinas and then obviously also in your area no maraming pinauwi maraming nawalan ng trabaho talagang maraming medyo nahirapan no pero given that pansin nyo po meron ding mga nag-thrive you know for for some other people and very surprisingly because the the difference is really stark it's it's totally totally you know the other end of the spectrum While maraming nahirapan, meron din po na nakatingin sa 2020 and they can look back to it as a year of growth, a year of personal realizations, a year of professional growth. Dito po maraming natutunang bago ang mga tao. How they are able to innovate, how they they're able to connect. Can you just imagine? Siguro po for us to be able to do this before, I should travel to KSA with a team. Di ba na, alam nyo naman, ganun kahirap, kukuha pa tayo ng visa, kukuha tayo ng sponsorships, and all of those things. Ngayon, just like this, we're in front of you, and hopefully we're trying to give value. And hopefully, siguro po, naisip nyo na din na para din kaming nanjan to be able to give you this kind of a learning experience. So, ano po yung kaibahan? How do we now differentiate? Why is it a good year for many people? Why is it a bad year for some? Alam niyo po, in the end, it's all about personal empowerment. It's all about choices that we make. Ito nga po, kinote ko sa aking libro na Trailblazing Success. I said, you cannot control your circumstances. You cannot control everything that happens to you or happens around you. Ano bang makokontrol natin? Ang nakokontrol natin is how we interpret these experiences and events. And more importantly, how we react to them that matters. Ulitin ko po yun. Nasa ating interpretasyon at nasa ating response 
ang nagbibigay kahulugan sa ating kapaligiran at sa ating eksperyensya. Mali po si Webster. Sabi ni Webster, experience is what happens to you. Ang katotohanan po, experience is what you do to what happens to you. Kung ano po ang ginawa natin, kung ano po ang response natin, kung ano po ang interpretasyon natin, yun po ang mananaig na magbibigay katuturan sa kahit anong eksperyensya. Diba? Bigyan ko lang po kayo ng example. Diba? Marami sa atin. Very devout Catholic ang pamilya. Madasalin. Pero bakit may anak na madasalin, may anak na hindi? Ibig sabihin, dumating ang panahon na nag-isip tayo kung anong magiging tama at akma para sa atin. So, hindi po lahat ng nahuhulog sa tubig, nalulunod. So, if 2020 was a bad year, And there are people who really suffered and some of them really drowned. However, some people survived. Marunong pong mag-tread ng tubig, nakapag-lift ng leg, nakahinga, magsusurvive. Pero meron din pong nag-enjoy. These are the people who drop on water, swim, and frolic, and have fun. So, ano po dapat ang view natin? You know, financial... Emancipation, financial independence is all about being empowered from within. Sabi ko nga po, alam nyo ang financial security, nakukumpute yan. Nakukumpute yan. Pero ang importante over and above the numbers would be our emotions. How do we feel? Am our, you know, are we confident about our future? Am I sure about what's going to happen to me? Diba po, yun ang mga issue ng marami sa ating mga OFW. Karamihan, hindi definite. Umalis tayo, going to a place like KSA, having dreams to fulfill. But after it happened, so many things transpired and so many things either help us achieve goals, but so many things also made it difficult for us. Are we on top of the situation? Yung po ang tanong dyan. So yung pagkakaperahan po is only part of the bigger picture. The bigger picture is being confident about what we're doing, being confident about our direction, and knowing every single day is contributing to our end in mind. Ito po ha, totoo po ito. A lot of people would say, oh, Kawawa talaga, lalo na mga OFW. People have been predicting there would be a drop in remittances. Huge drop in remittances. The, the globe is in turmoil. The globe is, the whole world is contracting in terms of economy. So talagang sigurado yung remittances ng Filipino OFW babagsak yan. And they are predicting it, they have predicted this to come down 20% in 2020. And true enough, it did. Bumaba po. Isang buwan lang. Isang buwan lang. Yung sinasabi ng mga tao na babagsak ng 20% for the whole year, hindi po nangyari. Do you know how much remittances went down for 2020? It's less than 1%. Less than 1% for the whole year. Imagine niyo na lang kung walang naging COVID. Ano kaya yung remittances? Baka nag-grow na mahigit 5 to 10 percent, di ba? Kasi sobrang sama na ng COVID, pero nag-contract siya, less than 1 percent lang. So what does that tell you? There is enough resilience in our OFW, the pillar, the new heroes that that present this strength in terms of our economy. Kayo po ang mga bagong bayani, di ba? Kayo ang mga haligi ng ating Ekonomiya ngayon eh. One of the strongest pillars. In fact, when people get to ask me, I always say there are three pillars. Di ba? OFWs, the BPOs, and tourism. Medyo sumabit po yung tourism because of COVID. BPOs and OFWs are still doing very well. So there is a two-barrel approach to our economy. And while will probably have to wait 3-4 years for tourism to recover, remittances, OFWs, and BPOs should be doing very well for our economy. Pero, 
maiba po tayo ng perspective. Yun pong 2020, nagpakita din ng relevance ng personal finance. Eh. Kasi maintindihan natin, may mga handa, may mga preparado. And some people were also caught by surprise. They weren't ready, they didn't have emergency funds, they panicked. Yun po ang naging problema ng marami. So, in 2020, many people realized we're accountable for our own financial security. Yes, the government will help. I am so sure the consulate has run the extra mile when it comes to this. Pero kahit papano po nating pagbalik-balik ta rin, syempre, our resources are not that much. Hindi naman pwedeng matulungan lahat. Di ba po dapat matulungan natin ang ating sarili? So, we have to be more accountable. Second, there is a price for that lack of preparation. There is a price for that. Especially for the people who lost jobs. They were thinking, I can still work for 10 years. All of a sudden, hindi na sila makabalik. So, paano sila? Hindi sila handa. And, siguro po, ang pinaka-importante sa lahat, itong pangatlo, that it is never too late that we all have that chance to make a change. And that's the reason why we're here. That's the reason why you're there. It's a meeting of the minds between two parties knowing what it takes to make a difference. Yan po ang kailangang isipin natin. Because the quest to achieve goals and fulfill dreams continue. Hindi po huminto yan. Sa tingin nyo, dahil nagkaroon ng COVID, huminto na yung pangarap nyong magpaaral ng anak. Hindi yun. Di ba? Tuloy pa din yun eh. Tuloy pa din yun. Hindi ba importante sa inyo makabili pa rin ng bahay para meron tayong tahanan para sa ating mga mahal sa buhay? Tuloy pa din yun. Kahit magkaroon ng covid And also for the funds for business, for the people who want to go home and start businesses, and for the people who'd want to at the very least have a comfortable retirement. All of these goals continue. At dapat, ang pandemya hindi natin makikita na hadlang para magkatotoong ating mga pangarap. Hindi yan hadlang. In fact, it can be an opportunity if you know how to deal with this. It can be an opportunity. And as I've said, it is not something that's complicated It's a universal set of concepts that all of us should know and understand. Ito po, very clear. Sinabi ito ni Conjen kanina. Talaga namang walang permanenting OFW. Uuwi tayo, hindi ba? Lalo na po kayo na nasa Western Asia. Ayan, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Kuwait, Qatar. Almost like the Middle East region. You comprise more than half, almost 60% of all OFWs. Lahat po kayo kailangan umuwi. Now, hindi naman lahat pala uuwi kasi may mga countries na kagaya ng United States, kagaya ng Australia, even New Zealand, Singapore, nagkakaroon po yung chance yung mga OFW maging residente. They become citizens of those countries. In which case, they get, you know, absorbed by those countries and nagpapadala na lang sila ng pera pero yung pamilya nilang core nandun na. Alam naman po natin mahirap gawin ito for the Middle East. Probably some people can do it but they're not going to be the norm. They're probably going to be more exception than the norm. So, if you're in that region, clear na clear po, dapat coming home has to be a firm objective. Ang usapan dyan, kailan? We are there to fulfill a set of dreams. After those dreams, then we should be able to come home. Ang dami pong OFW, walang masyadong plano regarding this. One-way ticket, hopefully, things fall into place. Okay? Minsan po, sabi nga ni Conjen, nagpe-prepare naman ang mga OFW. Pero yun nga lang, siguro, hindi nga masusi ang preparation. Eh. Alam nyo ang sasabihin ko sa inyo, I think, You are responsible. I think you know what you should be doing. However, as you do that, wala pong masyadong kasulatan, wala pong gumagawa ng totoong plano. Let's be honest with ourselves. Isipin nyo na lang po kung ang mga budget ng kumpanya, kung ang mga target at strategiya ay hindi nakasulat. Ano kaya ang monitor nila on a quarter-to-quarter basis? Alam nyo po ang mga pribadong kumpanya, 
every month, every quarter, pinapalo through ang plano. Oh, are we performing according to plan? Kumikita ba tayo ng tama? Pag mas mababa, bakit? Anong kailangan gawin para i-correct yan? Pag mas mataas, ano nangyari? Baka pwede nating ulitin para mas maaga nating ma-achieve yung ating target. Month in, month out, they do that. Pero ang OFW po, kadalasan may pangarap, pero hindi ito nafa-follow ng detalye ng masusing monitoring. And that's the reason why we're here. We are of the notion that things can be done better. I will not rub this in because somehow Jason and Sila actually mentioned many of these. No set goals and plans. Lifestyles. Get ahead of income. I'll tell you, sabi ko nga po sa inyo, nakaikot ako dyan. Nalaman ko ang kabuhayan natin dyan kung paano din mamuhay ang mga Pilipino nating mga kababayan. No? Uh, hindi naman ho talaga lahat nagihirap. Eh. Talagang meron din tayong konting tikas at yabang. Eh. Diba? Kasama na po yun. Reliance on debt, absence of contingency plans. If something's happen, they are not ready for it. They can get wiped out. Inadequate, for prep, inadequate preparation for retirement and integration. And low level of financial literacy. Yan po yung clear na clear na sinasabi ni Conjen. And, and Sheila has actually talked to us as well na alam naman natin, yan talaga yung pinagmumula ng maraming problema. Eh. Yung low level of financial literacy. Kaya minsan, naloloko pa nga ang OFW. Eh. Napupunta sa mga scam ang kanilang pera. So, what should we be doing? Ito po simple lang. Yung sa akin, easy to follow. I will share with you five simple steps to wealth creation. And I'll probably want to discuss this even in a lighter mode para po naman kahit hindi tayo masyadong interactive at nasa computer tayo, eh maging interesting at entertaining naman itong usapan natin. First step is expanding your earning potential. Expanding our capacity to earn. Paano ba tayo kumita? Alam nyo, unfortunately, a lot of people who think they go abroad to become OFW should rely on one source of income. One source of income. And that source of income takes care of everything. Gastos nila, gastos ng pamilya nila, gastos ng iba't ibang kamag-anak nila. Di ba? Isa pong source ng income, lahat ng gastos. However, when I say expand your earning potential, dapat po nag-iisip tayo, paano ba natin madadagdagan ang ating kita? Pwede bang magnegosyo ang ating pamilya na nasa Pilipinas? Pwede bu- po ba tayong mag-invest sa mga instrumento na maaring kumita for us so that we are men at work, men and women at work, pero there's also money at work. Alam nyo, money, pinakamagaling na empleyado eh. It works 24 hours a day without complaining. So nakakapagtabi pa tayo ng pera to work for us. So dito po, clear na clear. Dalawang source of income, dalawang klase. Active, this is derived from our active involvement of our profession and service. Yan po ang trabaho natin. And passive, derived from income in different assets, working assets and investments. So hindi po tayong kumikita. May ibang kumikita para sa atin. O di ba? Pag meron pong maraming kumikitang bagay para sa atin, then gagaan po ang ating requirement to earn that money. Now, sabi po ni Janice Butevics, there are seven streams of income. One is earned income, yung sweldo nyo, sahod nyo. Number two, profit income. Yan po eh, kung nagkaroon tayo ng konting sideline, may negosyo si misis, may negosyo ang mga anak dito sa Manila or sa probinsya, di ba? Nakakadagdag po yan. Pangatlo, royalty income. Yan po, yan daw yung mga, ako, I've seen OFWs write books, you know, uh, also do a lot of posting on YouTube, meron silang sariling channel. Okay, kumikita po yan, ha? Yan ay mga bagay na, you know, gagawa kayo ng video, tapos, di ba, papanoorin yan for 10 months, 11 months, meron pong recurring income dyan, it's called royalty. Di ba? Kung matatandaan nyo po, di ba, ang queen, Si Freddie Mercury, abay sikat-sikat nung 1970s pa, 1980s pa. Pero alam nyo ba, nung nagkaroon ng sini na Bohemian Rhapsody, 
Hanggang ngayon, kumita pa rin sila dun sa mga kanta na ginawa nila noong 1970 pa. In fact, si Mary Austin, yung kaibigang babae ni Freddie Mercury, dahil patay na si Freddie Mercury, pinamana ni Freddie Mercury lahat ng rights dun sa kanyang mga sinulat na kanta kay Mary Austin. Alam niyo ba kung magkano kinita ni Mary Austin dun sa Sining Bohemian Rhapsody? 50 million dollars. Para sa rights lang. 50 million dollars. So, tayo ba pwede rin mag-create ng mga, you know, libro, kanta, video where we can earn royalty income. Next, rental income. Imbis na bumili kayo ng pagkalaki-laking bahay at makukuba kayo sa pagme-maintain, ano kaya kung bumili kayo at nagpundar kayo ng tamang bahay lang? Tamang laki lang. Tapos yung extra pera, either condo unit or ibang bahay at lupa na pwede niyong paupahan. This I have seen many times because I, I see it all around us, di ba? Kaya po dito may mga Little Milan, may Little Italy. Kasi yung mga OFW, pagdating dito, there is this certain urge. And this is backed up by research po, ha? psychological research backs this up. I mean, I'm not making it up because I know this when I was head for marketing and research at Ayala Land. Inaral po namin ang mga OFWs. There is a guilt part among them, among you, na yung guilt na yon gusto nyong mag-overcompensate for your loved ones. Kasi yung absence nyo, malaking bagay eh. So pag nagbibigay kayo sa inyong mga mahal sa buhay, medyo may konti kayong overextension. May konti po tayong angas, ika nga. May konti po tayong pagka-show off. So, yung mga bahay na piltatayo natin, they're actually bigger than what we need. And it's a waste. Imagine ninyo na lang, yung mga iba sa inyo na matagal nang nandyan sa Saudi, na nakailang balik na. Try to remember, yung mga inuwi yung mini component noon, yung mga inuwi yung disc player, CD player, o di ba? Puro obsolete na yun. Pero nung inuwi nyo yung mga yan, syempre, big time tayo sa ating mga probinsya, sa ating mga baryo, dahil iba yung tunog na nanggagaling sa bahay natin. Eventually, those things are gone. They are not investments. They are assets that become obsolete and they lose value. So, imbis na bumili kayo ng bagay na nagbabalik ng pera, bumili kayo ng bagay na humuhugot ng pera. So, we should have had rental income kung may hinuhulugan tayong bahay na pwede nating ipaupa. Hindi tirahan lang. Bahay, unit ng kondo na maipupundar para paupahan. Now, this next three would be the best in terms of streams of income. Bakit? Eh sila talagang walang involvement kayo. Wala ka talagang involvement. Pag naglagay ka ng pera sa isang bagay that earns interest, that earns dividends, that earns capital gains, wala kang kahirap-hirap kasi yung pera ang nagtatrabaho for you. Yung rental income, kahit papano, i-maintain mo yung bahay. Eh. Yung royalty income, kailangan may hirap at pawis ka sa pag-create, pag-susulat, pag-kanta. Diba? Profit income, syempre kahit papano, negosyo, kasali ka, and obviously, earned income, ikaw ang gumawa ng buong kitang yun. Pero interest income, dividend income, at capital gains are the incomes that doesn't require anything from you. So can you just imagine if you can create a portfolio where you will have all of this income helping you out? Unfortunately po, ang mga OFWs natin hanggang dun sa earned income, dun na umasa sa lahat. Yun na ang source ng lahat ng gastos. Which is quite a real sorry sight because while we're earning more than what we need, we should be creating other sources of income. Ang susi po dyan is what you do in your spare time. Kadalasan po ang mga Pilipino, tanungin ko kayo and hopefully you will answer me within your, you know, wherever you are, within your own head, just get to answer me. In your spare time, do you spend money or do you earn money? Napakabigat pong tanong niyan. In your spare time, are you earning money? Or are you spending money? Filipinos are known to spend money in their spare time. Alam niyo po, sikat na sikat tayo sa buong mundo because we entertain ourselves 
we go into social media, we watch Netflix, we watch Korean novellas, we do all of these things, but they take money out of our pockets. Kung siguro po, ang pinapanood natin are the things that make us learn. Kung ang mga pinapanood natin would be about investments that will help us create a portfolio that will earn for us in the future. Sabi nga ni Kongen, literacy, knowledge, and education. Siguro po magbabago, di ba? So it's actually what you do in your spare time that will be a determinant of this. Okay. Next pong step is maintain a lifestyle lower than your income. If you notice, kanina, inuna ko yung earning more income kasi karamihan po ng financial you know, advisors laging sasabihin sa inyo, budget agad eh. Ako kasi I'm just being practical. Alam ko po hindi enjoyable mag-budget. So para sa akin, number two lang yan. Number one is to earn more money. Kasi if you earn more money, then you can spend more while being responsible for your future. So para sa akin po, importante din, syempre, yung budgeting. But as I've said, number two ko lang yan. Alam nyo kasi, karamihan ng OFW, and not just you, hindi nyo po kasalanan pag minsan, yung mga pamilya nyo, minsan, mahirap ding pakiusapan, di ba? Dahil kumita kayo ng mas malaki, gumastos na rin sila ng mas malaki. Nagbago ang pamumuhay nila than before you were successful as an OFW. And this is the culprit. Lahat daw po tayo umaakyat sa tinatawag na hierarchy of needs. Hierarchy of needs. Pati ang ating mga pangangailangan, nagbabago ang tema. Nagbabago ang dating. Because umaakyat ang antas ng ating buhay. Very basic po, no? For example, food. O ba? kumakain tayo para mabuhay to nourish ourselves. Pag wala pa tayong sinabi, wala pang dating ang ating stature sa buhay, pwedeng kahit saan ka kumain. Sa karenderya, sa palengke. Kasi kumakain ka lang to live, to nourish and sustain yourself. Ngayon, pag umakit ka na dun sa tinatawag na safety bracket ni Abraham Maslow, ha? psychology po ito eh, di ba? Kailangan malinis na yung kinakain mo. Kailangan Jollibee ka na, McDonald's ka na, para sa inyo dyan, albaik na, di ba? Malinis eh. Pero syempre may presyo na. Hindi na yan sa palengke or turo-turo at karinderya. Mind you, I've been to Saudi, naikot ko pong lahat yan. And I know what I'm talking about. Now, we go to the next level. Belonging na. Oh, pagdating po sa belonging, pati yung kape nyo, iba na eh. Dati 3-in-1, pasado, okay na eh. Ngayon, costa na. Oh, di ba? Starbucks na. Oh, magkano po yun? Nagbago dahil belonging na eh. May dating ka na eh. Pumupunta ka na ngayon para kumain, hindi lang para mabusog ka, kundi para makisama sa mga gusto mong mga barkada. Di ba ho? Naging mas mahal na. Now, when you get to a level where you're really high up there, you now go to what I call self-esteem restaurants. Places where it's really so expensive dahil may ambiance. O di ba sabi nga ni Erap, nakakain ba yung ambiance? Abay, may dating po eh. May kandila eh, kahit may kuryente. <laughs> di ba? Dati, dati sabi natin, pag may kandila, dapat brownout. Ito pong mga restaurant na to, kahit may kuryente, may kandila. Oh, di ba? So, magkano na? Di nagbago na ang paggasta nyo. So, when you don't correct this, yun po ang nagiging problema natin. Umaakyat ang ating gastos. And I can say this for a lot of things, even the basic needs like even clothing. Sabi ko nga po, isummarize na lang natin. Yung sa una, dapat lang may damit ka, di ba? Dapat may t-shirt ka. Oh, di ba dadating po ang panahon, yung t-shirt mo may buaya na. Oh, di ba? Iba, iba na presyo. May buaya eh. Oh, di ba? Hindi na hindi na basta-basta t-shirt 'yan. May dating na eh. So, I've, I've seen this happen. In fact, I was in Saudi and on a given trip, I said siguro, baka mag-uwi ako ng konting gold, di ba? Tumingin din ako ng mga gold diyan sa inyong mga jewelry stores diyan at medyo parang natempt ako pero hindi ko tinuloy di ba tapos pumunta din ako doon sa mga handmade na silk carpet diyan napakamahal pala so all told 
medyo napigil ko ang sarili ko. Pagdating ko sa airport, ba yung mga katabi ko? Yung mga talikala sa liig, sobrang bigat, napapayuko sila. Yung ginto, sobrang dami, di ba? Tapos, pati pagdating ng carousel, pag-iikot na gano'n, aba, meron silang carpet na mga dala, talo pa ako, di ba? So, again, these are the things we eventually pay for. Isipin niyo po ito, no? I challenge a lot of people. Isipin niyo yung unang araw na dumating kayo sa Saudi, na kumita kayo ng unan yung sweldo. Isipin niyo, kailan yun? Yung unang sweldo niyo. Fast forward to today. Fast forward to today. Mula nung unang araw na kumita kayo hanggang ngayon, ang tanong, magkanong pera nang dumaan sa kamay niyo? For many of you, maraming pera nang dumaan sa kamay niyo. Ang very crucial question is nasaan na yung perang yun? Nasaan na silang lahat? Di po pa nakaka, nakakatuwa na minsan umakyat ang ating sahod pero hindi nagkakasya. Nung una, mababa sahod mo na pagkakasya mo eh. Ngayon tumaas ang sahod mo, hindi nagkakasya. Isn't that quite an obscure, a perplexing reality for many of us? Asa na po napunta yung pera? Di ba? Nakapagtaka. So, saan po napunta yung pera? Nagmumulto na sila. Ito po ang tinatawag naming paranormal activity. <laughs> Mga hindi maipaliwanag na pangyayari sa pera mo. Di ba? Nagmumulto na eh. Nawala. Hindi mo ma-explain kung saan napunta. Nakakalungkot po, di ba? Kasi kinita natin yun eh. Kung yun, meron kang maipakita man lang na naipundar mo na napunta sa mga bagay na makakatulong sa'yo. Sabi, tatating ang panahon, hindi ka na kailangan magtrabaho. Dahil yung pera at investments mo ang magtatrabaho for you. Isn't that the objective of many people? Many OFW should have that kind of an objective. And then, these are the next three steps. Accumulate and grow what you can keep. Siyempre po, ang diferensya ng ating kita sa ating kinontrol na paggasta is something we should grow. We have to know how to grow that. We have to educate ourselves. Study. Diba, sabi ko nga po, sa dami ng mapapanood sa YouTube ngayon, ano ba ang pinapanood nyo? Baka pinapanood nyo yung mga naglalaba. Ha? Pinapanood nyo yung mga nagsisisayaw sa TikTok. Hindi eh, ba? O, ang pinapanood nyo ba yung may maitutulong sa inyo moving forward? Yung may mga bagay na maiiwan sa inyo for you to use and become knowledgeable to grow your wealth in the future. Wealth is everyone's responsibility. Sabi po ni Bill Gates ito ha. Pinanganak kang mahirap, hindi mo kasalanan yan. Pag namatay kang mahirap, kasalanan mo. We have all the opportunities to make a difference and it will be up to you. It will not be anyone others others responsibility no. It will be your responsibility. We have to do it with purpose. We have to know how we are anchored. Alam nyo, kumpara lang sa ating mga sarili, hindi tayo masyadong kakayod. Pero pag inisip natin ang ating mga mahal sa buhay, magbabago po ang ating pananaw. So we know this. We know this, that we work more for our loved ones. So create the leverage from there. Create the leverage. And lastly, enjoy the process. Para po itong physical lives natin. Yung mga taong nagsasakripisyo para pumayat sa isang iglap, tatabaho uli yan. Tatabaho uli yan. Pero yung mga gustong maging physically fit, na nag enjoy pumunta sa gym, nag enjoy mag-jogging sa bawat araw, eh enjoyment na po yun. They're enjoying the process. So they will always be fit. Dahil hinihingi ng katawan nila yun. Gusto nila yung ginagawa nila. Pero pag ang iniisip nyo, sakripisyo siya, Pagkatas ng sakripisyo na susunod, reward hindi ba? Pag nag-reward po kayo na sarili nyo, maliligaw ulit tayo. So the key is to look at this as a discipline. A discipline that you enjoy doing. And because you enjoy doing it, you will do it continuously and consistently. Wala pong sweldong nagkasya sa taong mahilig gumasta. Wala pong magkakasya, madali pong gumasta eh. I don't even care if your salary is like five digits, six digits. Madali pong ubusin yan. Nasa umuubos po yan. Hindi yan sa amount ng sweldo, sa amount yan ng paggasta. 
Okay? Ayan. Lalo na po sa mga bata-bata sa inyo, mga millennial. Outang. Nangutang para may pang-outing. Hindi eh, ba? Nauuna pa yung rangya ng buhay agad eh. And that's the reason why I tell you that you should be able to share this with your families. Dapat po, katulong nyo ang iniwan nyo dito eh. Kasangga nyo iniwan nyo dito. Hindi po pwedeng nagsasakripisyo kayo dyan tapos nalulustay lang ang pinupundar nyo dito. Dapat, there has to be a teamwork between you and your families here so that you're able to go home as early as possible. Dapat po may tinatawag na asset liability matching. Karamihan po ng Pilipino, lahat ng investment nasa short term. So yung short term, medium term at long term, hindi po matutupad lahat. Kakapusin po yan. Okay? So, masama po dito, and I guess I go back to what Jason has presented, eh hindi pa po ito covered. Pag may nangyari, lahat ng pangarap goes down the drain. Yan po ang talagang masakit na bagay na nangyayari sa ating mga OFWs. Ano ba po ang dapat? Di ba po ang dapat ganyan? May matching ang short-term na investment katapat ng short-term na goal. Yung pang-enroll po sa June, hindi nyo na ini-invest dapat sa long-term instrument. Kasi malapit na mag-enroll eh. Eh may risk po yung long-term instrument. Baka hindi mo mahugot ng tama. Baka bumagsak ang presyo. Baka may volatility in markets. So dapat po yun, maikli na rin ang ating investment. Pero yung medium term na ika nga objective, nagpuhunan sa negosyo, dapat medium term din ang inyong investment para nagpapanag po sila. And then your retirement goals have to be matched up with long term, very long term instruments para po pag nag-retire kayo, dun din sila papasok. Now, ang problema po nito, how... What happens now? How, how do you deal with it if you don't have what we call a timeline? Eh, kung may mangyari po sa atin, kung magkasakit tayo, dapat lahat ng mga goals na yan, may katapat na insurance. So, pag ganito pong usapan, all of your dreams will be fulfilled. It's a matter of time. Not a matter of if. Hindi na po tinatanong kung mafulfill mo o hindi. Sigurado mapupulfill mo kasi if you live the right number of years, you will complete all the dreams for your family because you're investing correctly. And if anything happens to you, this will cover for you. Which means matutupad mo din yung pangarap mo kahit wala ka na. So isn't that the way we're supposed to be dealing with things? The way it should be? Di ba? I will focus on reintegration. I will focus on your homecoming. Dahil ito po, isa sa mga bagay na napaka-importanting goal ng OFW. As Conjen mentioned, every OFW needs to come home. You cannot be an OF forever. So you have to come home. So anong kailangan pag-usapan natin? Anong fundamentals niyang reintegration at homecoming na yan? Number one, it shouldn't be exactly a date. It's not an age. It's a time of capability. Ang tanong natin sa sarili natin, kaya na ba? Kailan mo magiging kaya? So for some people, 40, 45, pwede na. 50, pwede na. Yung iba, 60 na, hindi pa rin pwede. 70 na, hindi pa rin pwede. Bakit? Ikulang pa eh, hindi pa kaya. So kailan mo magiging kaya? At anong ginagawa mo para maging kaya mo na? Next, highlighting life's priorities. Ano ba talaga naging prioridad mo? Anong inuuna mo? And, pag nagplano po tayo ng coming home, hopefully, wala nang packing out. Dapat po yun ang tinatawag na touch move. Hindi ba? Touch move. Point of no return. Hindi porke may nangyari, kinapos ka, babalik ka na dahil wala ka ng pera, kailangan ka na magtrabaho ulit. You don't want to work at the wrong time. And I'll tell you this, Out of the two-thirds who said they want to work at the wrong age, one-third will never have jobs. Yan po ang malungkot na bagay dyan. So ano dapat ang iniisip mo? Dapat po may plano eh. Have to visualize your retirement in detail. Saan ka nakatira? Anong ginagawa mo? Ano ang hobbies mo? Ano ang ipupursue mo ng mga negosyo? What are your haves? Must-haves and nice-to-haves. Nice-to-have and must-haves. Dapat alam mo yon. Kasi pag hindi nyo po alam yon, 
Sabi, mamaya pag-uwi nyo, bili kayo ng bili ng mga bagay na gusto ng mga bata, gusto ng misis, all of a sudden, naubos na, kailangan ka nang bumalik uli sa Saudi dahil kinapos na yung retirement mo. You have to establish very clear goals. How much do you need as an income when you come home? Will you retire or work here? Or launch a business? Magtatrabaho ba kayo dito? Or magninegosyo? How much have you set aside? And kaya na ba yan ang pagre-retiro mo? Kung hindi pa kaya, anong gagawin mo para madagdagan mo yan? How do you, do, how do you augment it? Kasi alam nyo po, ang, ang, ang coming home, ha, ang target ng pagbabalik dito, hindi net worth. Hindi pwedeng ah, pag nakapagtabi yung 10 million, magre-retire na ako. Pag nakatabi ako ng 5 million, magre-retire na ako. Hindi eh. Ang tanong po dapat ganito, magkano dapat ang kinikita mo buwan-buwan? Pag yan, target mo, nakikitain mo buwan-buwan, kikitain na ng mga investment mo. oh, di ba pwede ka na umuwi? Kasi hindi mo na kailangan magtrabaho eh. Kung magtrabaho at magnegosyo ka man dito, it's just because you want to, not because you have to. Di ba yun ang target dapat ng marami sa atin? So kailangan ang pangarap ganito, I will return at age 55. Very realistic. With 12 million in an independent investment portfolio, iba-iba po, halo-halong produkto, that will yield me securely 50,000 monthly. 50,000 na ang sasahurin ko galing dun sa investment portfolio ko. In perpetuity, hindi na po mauubos. Dahil ang kinikita ng portfolio, 50,000 buwan-buwan. Eh. So hindi po nauubos yun. In perpetuity, pag may nangyari sa inyo, papamanan nyo na lang sa mga anak nyo kung ano man yung naipundar nyo. Pero habang nabubuhay kayo, hindi nyo kailangan magtrabaho dahil susustentuhan kayo ng investment nyo. Now, gusto mo bang mag-put up ng small retail business that will earn an additional 25,000? Pwede naman. Pero, hindi mo na yung kailangan dahil kaya mo nang mabuhay sa 50 mil. Ang tanong nga po, can you live with 50,000? Baka some of you cannot. Some of you might need 100,000 naman. In which case, you need more than 12 million to tide yourself over monthly. Na-compute nyo na ba kung magkano kailangan? Di ba? Dapat po, compute natin yan eh. Monthly stipend, ang kailangan mong sweldo buwan-buwan, divided by weighted monthly interest rate is equal to the fund level required. So, kung yung kinikita mong, you know, 50,000, anong katapat? Magkano dapat? Di ba? Kung ang kikitain ng 50,000, okay, is a monthly 5%. Sorry, yung 50,000 yung kita ha. Magkano ang fund na kailangan mo na kumikita ng 5% para siguradong 50,000 ka buwan-buwan? 12 million. Now, this is a very simple computation. It is simplistic because it just figures out specifically at a certain rate of return how much you need the fund. How much fund level you need. Pag medyo hindi nyo po kayang kumita ng 5%, pambangko lang kayo. Bababaan nyo pa yan. Like let's say, let's say a bond pays you now 3.5. Aba, hindi na po kasi yung 12 million. Kailangan mo mas malaki sa 12 million. Ngayon, pag sabihin mo namang, Rex, mababa yung 5% a year. A year po yan ha. Mababa yan. Kaya kong kumita ng you know, 1% a month. Oh, de 12% po yun. Aba, hindi nyo kailangan ng 12 million mas mababa sa 12 million ang kailangan nyo. Doon po sa inyo, sa mga nakabili na ng unit ng kondo na pwede ng paupahan, o syempre po, hindi nyo na kailangan ng 12 million, nakapagpundar kayo na mas maagi. So, depende po, sigun sa atin yan, what our comfort level is. So, you can have insurance, you can have mutual fund, you can have stocks, you can have real estate, lahat po yan comes up to a portfolio that should make you earn quite in a strong sense of confidence, lalabas buwan-buwan at matutustosan kayo sustainably. Because the objective of wealth management would be a fulfilled life and a sustainable legacy. Kailangan po may maiwan tayo. At kailangan, syempre, may katuturan ang naging buhay natin. So we want to be able to live life in our terms. And dapat po maintindihan natin tatlong stages niyan. Accumulation, preservation, transfer. Dapat may yugto yung buhay natin na nag-iipon tayo to accumulate the wealth. Dadating ang panahon, 
pinepreserve na lang natin yung wealth, kinukuha na lang natin yung interest, at yung third stage, binibigay na po natin sa mga mahal natin sa buhay yung ating mga maiiwan. All of these three stages require very, very different approaches to financial planning. Very different approaches to products. We are not in any way presenting a particular company or a product today. That's not our purpose. Our purpose is to deal with the conceptual things that you need to learn. Now, pag palagay nyo po, you want to be able to execute, you want to be able to start. Ibang usapan po yun. We will be open to you. Alam nyo naman po, papakita namin ang aming ha, mga channel, FB, website, lahat po yan, ipipresent mamaya and then just connect with us. Ang importante po dito, nagkakaintindihan tayo about how this whole accountability program is. So ito po yung total net worth nyo. As I've said, dapat may life and health insurance for the security and safety of you, yourself, and your family. Fixed income investment para po sa mga tinatawag na emergency funds. Managed funds, mutual funds, and equity investment para po sa growth. Real estate para po sa upa na maaring makatulong sa ating ika nga eh, sustento pagdating ng panahon. And other investments like collectibles. Ewan ko po kung meron sa inyong nag invest sa mga bagay na gano'n. Ano? Gold, silver, ha, mga precious metals and precious gems. Diba? Now, that will be taken as a discussion kasi po binabalance natin ang growth and risk. Binabalance natin syempre ang impact ng taxation access and liquidity, and how we get to distribute it. Now, people might be thinking, Erex, kailangan ko bang gawin na ito ngayon? Eh, di ba, ang sama ng panahon, may COVID eh. Alam nyo po, ngayon yung nga dapat gawin. Habang hindi pa maganda ang nangyayari. Kasi pag maganda na nangyayari, guess what? Mahal na po mag-invest. Pag maayos ng lahat. Don't waste a crisis. From someone who has gone through a few, 1991, 1997, 2008, yung mga pinagdaanan ko pong ganyan, dyan pinakamaganda magpundar. Because the years that follow it are years of growth. Pag doon po kayo nag-umpisa, pag growing na lahat, abay mahal na. So dapat po ngayon ang opportunity. Ito po, quote coming from Sir John Templeton, one of the pillars of mutual fund investing with Templeton funds. Bull markets are born on pessimism, grow on skepticism, mature on optimism, and die in euphoria. Ano po ibig sabihin nito? Pag masamang-masama daw yung market, pessimistic lahat ng tao, dyan pinapanganak ang bull. Dyan nag-uumpisa ang bull. Eh di ba po, noong 2020 yan, pinaka-pessimistic yung year na 2020. Ngayon, bull daw, The bull will start to grow on skepticism pag hindi pa agreed ang mga tao. Pag merong naniniwala na magre-recover na pero may kumokontra na nagsasabing mga naysayer na hindi, hindi pa yan. ba? Diba? Medyo delikado pa yan. O, pag ganun po may skepticism, nagdidebate pa, lumalaki na po yung bull. When the bull gets into optimism, it will mature. Magpa-plateau po yan kasi optimistic na lahat, agreed na lahat eh. Pag agreed na lahat, mahal na. And when everyone is in euphoria, that's when the bull dies. So guess where we are in 2021? We are on skepticism. This is going to be a year of two hubs and this is going to be very important that you use this year to get yourself to a higher level moving forward. This is the time to invest. If you know your cup of tea on investments, this is the time to move and act. Never let a crisis go to waste. And lastly po, ang message ko lagi, ito po, almost all of my presentations, I end with this because this is one of the most important lines I can leave you. Let us always anchor everything on what truly matters. Ang mga ginagawa po natin, hindi para sa ating mga sarili. Normally po, alam yung lahat. Kaya kayo nandyan, kaya kayo nagsasakripisyo because you're doing it for people who are special in your life. That is something very strong in the heart of the Filipino. Kaya po dapat silang iniisip natin with everything that we're gonna do, with everything that 
we are going to be working on. Let us leverage on the love. Let us leverage on this special people that we care about. Because kung tayo-tayo lang, madali pong maging contento eh. Madaling maging okay. Pero for our loved ones, we like the very, very best for all of them. Sana po naging makabuluhan ang ating pagsasama ngayong hapon dyan, gabi dito. Pero kami po sa Ramper Financials ay uh, talagang umaasa na kahit papano nakatulong kami, kahit papano naliwanagan ng iba sa inyo at naging gift at blessing itong hapong ito for all of you. Maraming maraming salamat po for making us a part of your day and we hope this is not the end of it. This should be the start and I hope you will also attend if we do invite you again in the near future. Maraming maraming salamat po and God bless.